that's Santa Claus. And this is Two Chunks and a Hunk. Welcome, our beautiful dear listeners, to Two Chunks and a Hunk, which is this. And I am Jordan, which is me. This one's Doge, and this is for all the teens out there. One of the cruelties of chunkhood is that you'll never really know what your parents were really like at your age, and they'll never accurately remember. Oh God! Can I let me? Well, let me put a let me put a pin in the podcast to address that yeah. for a second. Mm-hmm. Pause it. I don't want to know what my parents were like. At maybe at my age now is fine, but I yeah. somebody was like, "Do you want to meet your parents as teenagers?" Nope. No, I do not. Really? No. Really? You wouldn't get back to the future? No. Well, no. That's a good that's a good movie we all like. And now I'm finding out you don't like it. Well, my parents taught me not to be friends with strange old men. So <laughs> that's fair. I'm not that's sure fair. that I would find the old ladies in that though. Pedicure. They're usually pretty they're pretty chill. You know, well, that's I fair. can I can overpower an old lady mm, in a physical struggle, ladies. but Mm, check your assumptions. Doc Brown is a woman. The patient is it, her son. Her son. <laughs> check She's your assumptions. His mom. <laughs> check your assumptions about the movie you've seen. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't think I have any interest in knowing what my parents were like. Hey, listen, take I it do. up with take it up with Una uh, LaMarche. That's me? not my quote. That's Una LaMarche. That's an inspirational quote for teens. That well, is not. Is that, that was it really under? It was under the category of inspirational quotes for teens. All of these my inspirational guy, quotes every, suck. They're all n- of the quotes I have read are from skiptomylu.org backslash inspirational dash quotes dash for dash teens. Dude, what slash. a wild career for like a former Lou? street baller to put together. <laughs> Skip to my Lou was definitely the name of one of the people that was on and one. I mean, I'll send That's you guys this so... link in case you need to. You want to edify yourselves in our non-recording time. Okay. Were, the, were the and one names like horse names in the Kentucky Derby? <laughs> <laughs> your this one's Carter, player? by the way, if we still want to do that part. Oh, yes. Yeah, let's do that part. Happy now. to be here. This one's Sorry, Carter. I just got stuck on like my favorite, my favorite baller is uh, Ascending Moon. <laughs> what? My, fa- my, favorite, my favorite baller is right on track. Right on track. This is this is my favorite. This is my favorite basketball player. Sunday afternoon. <laughs> Did you guys see that killer dunk from Dribble Hearted? It was amazing. <laughs> it was like sick with it. The professor, Spida, <laughs> skip to my loo. Tween tween the legs apostrophe before yeah. the T. Between legs, be, they just called him betwixt, and Twixt. he used his better. <laughs> You best keep your legs together and your arms together. You will see a ball fly betwixt. I don't think yeah, I'm, I'm, go- ever... I'm going to dribble between your legs. Has a British person ever touched a basketball? <laughs> uh-uh. No, they die. It's like, honestly it's like a very good question. Dude, can you imagine? It's like putting the same poles of a magnet the together. Yes. I think they just repel each other. <laughs> the answer is yes, which is really funny because it's real. I know it is. But why are they sticking? Why are they staying away from it, man? Can why are you we seeing these British ballers? For some reason, I just can't. I can't even fathom a British basketball <laughs> player. <laughs> I don't know why. It just doesn't even compute to me. Chunk up the deuce. <laughs> It's total nonsense to me The idea that a British person Could even exist in the same room as a basketball Doesn't it feel like they would have a different name For like layups and free throws and stuff Yes For sure 
Like yes, a layup is a Take your penalty toss. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Uh, bring it bop bring in. it to the paint for for a jammy Raj. <laughs> what? I'm stuck on bop in. <laughs> jammy Raj is a dunk? Is that what it is? <laughs> I don't know. They won't tell me. They just <laughs> keep, keep saying, asking. I'm gonna go for the I'm gonna go for the jammy Raj, and they never do it because I'm better at basketball than them because I'm American. <laughs> yeah, I I honestly, I think if you take the best basketball player from the UK and put them up against any seventh grader. They don't even have to be athletic. I think that an American seventh grader beats a professional UK basketball player. Because I just don't think... I just don't think it can happen. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) I can't even imagine it. Okay. What have we stumbled upon? I I can tell you, I do want to do a quick update with one of our partners out there, Infinity FC Dallas. They are halfway through their season for the winter season and they're undefeated. So like that's a thing too. Honestly, classic. That's another big American sport, soccer. You know, I can't even imagine any (laughs) other countries playing that. I can't imagine British people playing (laughs) soccer. Can you? I can't. I currently can't. Uh, Well, not currently, no. No, not currently. As we're in the the midst of Oh Christmas stream, I wanted to have a Christmas-based game. Is that okay with y'all? Do of course. Yeah. I've never yeah. asked if anything was okay. Nope. <laughs> right? <laughs> Didn't even know you, you cool cared. with that? Doesn't really matter. Let's do a little bit of ranked you very much. Ranked you very much? It's not past 10 CS yet, but it will be. Entertainment Weekly put together the 20 best Christmas movies ever. And listen, I have brought mm. lists before that have been very upsetting. This is one of the more us lists, I would say. Uh, but these are the 20 best Christmas movies ever. So they've listed their picks for the best Christmas movies ever featuring a grab bag of sentimental classics, adult-oriented comedies, and animated favorites. So this was mm. released like a couple weeks ago. So I want to do a little bit of Rank You Very Much. Top 20, as, according to Entertainment Weekly, best Christmas movies ever. And I, I wanted to do this Rank You Very Much because as we watched Candy Cane Lane last night, I was thinking about like how how doesn't it feel tough to enter the annual Christmas flick genre? Yes, I think so. It's doesn't tough it to, feel tough like to break into? Doesn't it feel like there's two or three a decade that even make it? Yeah, I was asking Chelsea. I was like, "What's the most recent?" Like Klaus, and a lot of people don't even know about Klaus. It's just a good Christmas movie. Yeah, but like what's the one? Maybe Elf. Like all time, all time classic, probably yeah. would be Elf. Probably yeah. Elf. Klaus the most is modern a yearly rewatch for us, but that's just us. And then I, can, I think that given time, something like Spirited might make its way there. Sure. Um, yeah. Mm. Just because yeah. it's fun. I haven't rewatched it. I've only watched it the one time. Uh, and you know, for us, like Family Stone is mandatory every year. But as far as like public consciousness, I think it's Elf. Yeah. Absolutely wild. And I mean, and Candy Cane Lane now. now well, that's that the thing. We, we could talk about that on the latter half of this episode, but it certainly felt like, because I was sitting there and then I was like, this is this will be a kid's nostalgia. This will be, they're going to remember these Isn't scenes. Maybe, maybe they'll grow up on that. I don't know. But give me the 20 best Christmas movies ever. When we do a rank you very much, each of these guys get three strikes and then they're out. We just really see it's, it's whoever can last the longest, right? Who's the sole survivor? Yeah. And yeah. so… Uh, I have this list here. You'll have to give me a little bit Who's of time. Who's going first, Carter? Can you times. give me the official title of the list on the website? Like, what is the list called ver- verbatim? Verbatim? It is called, These Are the 20 Best Christmas Movies Ever. Got it. 
Entertainment Weekly ranks Yuletide faves for any movie fan's library. From hmm to hmm. I don't want to give those away. Who's going first? Doge. It's a wonderful life. That's number one. Yeah. Big old Bing Bing. The classic. It's time for my soapbox about that movie. It's only a Christmas classic because it was the first movie that was able to be watched on cable. It's the first movie that any studio gave any television broadcast rights for. It was considered a box office failure when it released. Nobody liked the movie and people have just been gaslit into thinking it's an all-time classic great Christmas movie. I don't really like it that much. I don't think it's that good. Wow. I don't think it's that bad. Um, but no, I do think but- that that movie gets gassed up like crazy. No, you yeah. take it back. No. <laughs> what, do you wa- what do you want? A, be- what do you want? A better movie? What do you want it in color? I'll give you color. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. Jordan. Uh, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. I'm going to give that to you. They only had Home Alone on here, but I'm going to give that to you. Bing, bing. Second, the second one, I feel really, like Really, that's interesting because it's a different movie. Known that's to a be different better. movie. Home Alone, number 11. Elf. Elf. Uh, also on that list, number four, I believe. Great. Yeah. Um, I feel like the Tim Allen, the Santa Claus literally yeah. has to be on the list. or else It's, it's number 20, dude. Valid list. It just made it. Yeah. Bing, bing. Like Did you see uh, Casey already. Wilson just put out a podcast episode about her single episode working on the Santa Clauses, the Disney Plus show with Tim Allen? I'm sure. It's and so the Tim Allen, Tim Allen is absolutely the worst person she's ever worked with. No, he would often just decide he was done for the day and turn around and twirl his little Santa cape and storm off the set because he was just done acting that day. <laughs> I'm so surprised that Tim Allen. I know worst. it's weird. He seems like such a fun and cool guy. He gone. Um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the claymation one. Number 10, 1964 hit. Yeah, that's a yearly watch for me. And it's whenever I can find it on YouTube because I'm not going to pay 40 bucks for the Blu-ray of it. Right. Yeah, it says Um, Amazon Video to buy. It's the only way you can get it outside of what Doge just said. I'm going to go with uh, Miracle on 34th Street. Very mm. good. That's also on the list. Classic. Y'all are killing it. Uh, that's number 15, 1947. A Christmas Story. Very good, Doge. That's on the list. Bing, bing. Number three, two. Sorry, number two. 80s had a handful of them, didn't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Those Christmas uh, classics. Christmas Vacation. Yeah. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is on the list. Number 18. Are y'all four for four? Both of you right now? Yeah. Yeah. Neither of us have had any strikes. 1989. Jim Carrey's The Grinch. Nice. Here's the thing. I gave... Yeah, give it to him. Home Alone to Jordan. I'm going to give you this. They only have the animated version, but... Jim, Jim Carrey's, Carrey's The Grinch is like, another, huh? The original cartoon or like the new no the Dr. Cumberbatch one, the Dr. version. Seuss one. Come on, okay, okay, yeah. Cartoon. Number five with the you mean Christmas. one, Mr. Grinch, 1966. Yeah. I'll give that to you. Jim Carrey's okay. Grinch right. is better. 
Yeah, a lot of people say because that. it's because it's a full story and it's fun. It's a lot of fun. It's like saying like, "Yo, this meal's better than that snack." Yeah. Think a lot it. of my favorite Christmas movies I know won't be on here because they're favorites to me for different reasons. It's like we're talking about where like the bar for Christmas movies is just different than other things because it's tied to the season. With yeah. that said, I'm sure there's several on here that I don't care for that I know are considered uh, favorites and classics by many. So I mean, um, you have the bet in a thousand so far. So In that same vein, a movie that I don't care for even at all, but I'm confident will be here, The Polar Express. Bong bong. Yeah. Tis not. Whoa. Ooh, I, that. I, honestly, that's it the only first credits time. the list. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the first time a shock and awe from the two of you was yeah. in a positive note for this it list. It only credits for the any list. list. That is not here. Good. Um, how about, can we get a, can you hit me with a little, can I have a love actually? Oh, nice. That is on the list. Yes. Yep. That actually is there. Okay. What about uh, the holiday? Hold up. Let me let me get the let me get the yeah love actually was number six two thousand and three cool so that's actually cool. closer to one of the more modern <laughs> yeah. Christmas yeah. movies that we have yeah um what did you say Jordan the holiday that's a bong bong I would have definitely oh. put that up here I love the holiday Ooh, Mr Napperhead I guess I guess you hate Christmas Jordan. I do it's well known <laughs> Char- that's uh, Charlie strikes for Charlie Jordan. Charlie Brown. Chris, a Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh, what is that one called? Showing keen awareness of these top Christmas movies. Yes, number three, 1965, A Charlie Brown Christmas. I think calling cool. that or the doom animated doom Grinch doom a movie doom 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 yeah. is a smidge They're generous. not really movies, huh? They're made for TV animations. A smidge generous, but that's okay. Yeah. It is. Hmm. See, you know, you know what's fun? Like my family watches the animated Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer every year, and that movie's terrible, <laughs> and it's one of my favorites. But I know that that's not on there, obviously. Doge, you have you got the top six. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm not surprised by this. I mean, oh my. We know how I feel about the season. I don't know. I'm struggling here. Hold um, on. How many do we not have? Like, how many are available to grab? I think like eight or nine. Oh, still. dude. Bad Santa. Yep. Number seven. Bad yeah. Santa. Good job. Thanks. Um, Santa this, Claus is coming to town. Bad Santa. Is the other? Billy Bob had the same amount of gravitas in that as he did in… <laughs> Princess Mononoke. That's a fact. I'm, but, I'm Santa Claus, but, the bad, but a bad Santa Claus. Santa Claus is coming to town… Bong bong, yes. he does bleed. Oh, is that the God's animated one? <laughs> bleed. Uh huh. With Mickey Rooney as as Santa. Is that the one with the uh, the Burger Meister Meister Burger? Uh huh. Okay. And the the Winter Warlock. Yeah, one yeah. in front of the other and such. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Why you say no, hmm. that's not what it's called? Do you want me to just give it to you if you got the name wrong? No. I, it's called Santa Claus is Coming to Town. You're probably seeing on the list, and I'm going to go ahead and kill this one because nobody can say it. You're probably seeing The Year Without a Santa Claus, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a different movie. See, that's why I was double checking because there's two of them that are like uh-huh. weirdly similar. But shouldn't I give you shouldn't I give him credit for that if we did Grinch and Home Alone like that? I think those are… No, it's a different I think movie. those are different. They're very different movies. they're two versions yeah. of the same thing. 
The year without a Santa Claus is the one with the heat miser and cold miser. The brothers. Markedly worse, I would say, than the other one, which is weird that- Santa Claus is Coming to Town is definitely my very favorite one of the claymation. No, dude, listen to me. Better known as the movie with the heat miser, Santa, Uh Mickey Rooney, has a cold and decides to take a year off from Christmas. That's a different movie. Yeah, Mickey Rooney is Santa in two of them. But there's heat miser and snow miser are both in this one. Right, that's what I'm saying. They're the ones in the year without a Santa Claus. Burger Santa Meister, Claus Meister town Burger is the one in Santa Claus coming. To is town. Santa origins? It's how he becomes Santa. Oh wow, all the lore. All right, yeah, you didn't get it. Yeah. It's a strike, dude. Well, you oh, didn't God. read the tie-in comics or the web comics or get the special <laughs> email subscription, so you're missing out on key pieces of the lore. Jordan, you're holding on I'm, here. I'm just so excited that Polar Express isn't on this list that I'm like having <laughs> is that the best thing about it. So yeah, it really is. I think that movie's terrible. But I know people love it. Just not me. What's on my what's on my must watch? I'm gonna take a swing at one that I think deserves to be there, but I'm okay with taking the L on this one if it doesn't happen. But it's just important to me that someone acknowledges the family stone. Not on there, but it's okay. So many people I know watch that every year. It's my I think it's my number one favorite overall. But it is a such a bummer. Wrencher. I like the other ones for yeah. different reasons. It is a heart wrencher. Doge, you have just one strike, I believe. Let's see Take how we go. Yeah. Let's, let's keep let's keep this I gotta, going. I got a guest to burn. So let's see if Frosty the Snowman oh, with Andy Griffith is yeah, on there. That's a good call. Bong bong. Great guest though. I bet it's not. Yeah. I'm struggling to think of other classics. I can think of all the ones I like. Jingle all the way. Oh. Dude, I wish. It's my favorite. Nah, bong, it's bong. not. It's not. Yep. Bong, bong. It is my favorite. <laughs> it is. Number <laughs> no, 20. No, it's, it's not. not. No, it's not. And let's let's take note of the year that these were made. It is hard to get in any kind of list. And, and Entertainment Weekly's iteration is not the be-all, end-all. But The Santa sure. Claus, 1994, number 20. Great. Number 19, 1984's Gremlins. A lot of people consider that a uh, Christmas movie. That means Die Hard. I've seen it on be lists here. before. I would have definitely guessed Die die Hard. 18, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, 1989. Then we had Scrooged, 1988, Bill Murray. It's a good movie. I don't know that I would put it in the top with these, but okay. Same. Die Hard, 1988, same year. Miracle on 34th Street, 1947. White Christmas, 1954. Yeah, it's kind of crazy that we didn't guess that. Yeah, Rosemary Clooney, Bing Crosby. The Nightmare Before Christmas, 1993. Oh, fair. Mm-hmm. Trading Places, 1983. This is the Dan Aykroyd, Eddie Murphy. I don't think I've ever seen that, actually. I haven't either. I haven't either. Number 11, Home Alone, 1990. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, 1964, the claymation that we guessed. The Year Without Santa Claus was 1974. Number 8, The Muppet Christmas Carol. Ooh, I that's was going to guess Muppet's Christmas Carol. 1992. That's a, Bad that's Santa, such a 2003. Love Actually, yeah. 2003. How the Grinch Stole Christmas, 1966. And then Jim Carrey's version, I think, was what? 2000? Early 2000s? Three, 2002 or three, I think, probably. Yeah, that sounds right. Elf, 2003, 2003. Good year for Christmas movies. Charlie mm-hmm. Brown Christmas, 1965. Christmas Story, 1983. It's a Wonderful Life, 1946. You'll get some... Decades that have three movies that even make these mm-hmm. lists. 
but most average like two. And yeah. there sure are a lot of shots. I think if you know that you can actually pull off a good Christmas movie and attach it to a holiday, there's going to be a lot of money made. It's like Mariah Carey being back on the charts with a Christmas song. Yeah, right. It's, t- it's yeah. a tough nut to crack. I'm glad it's not mm-hmm. easy. Uh, but it, it makes for a fun game. There's a handful job, on this yeah. list that I disagree with, but overall, I'm not mad at this. Yeah, yeah. it's a decent list. I'm Pretty solid list. Uh, to stay with all the good vibes of just having a fun time on this podcast, let's play extra credit real quick. Okay. Yeah, anyway. just real quick. Have some fun. Quick extra yeah. credit. Um, what's your favorite Christmas movie of all time? Actual favorite. Pound for pound, probably. Mine's Jingle All the Way. Home Alone, Two Lost in New York, or the San- the first Santa Claus, even though I don't like Tim Allen, but that movie's great. Okay. Doge? Here's the thing is that I love A Christmas Story, but I'm not going to say that because you're going to make us pick actors from that, and there is no one in that movie that no. will help us in extra credit. So let's say Elf. I don't like Elf. A Christmas Story almost at all. Really? I like A Christmas Story. I don't like I it. I like it a lot. Same. So we'll use Elf, Jingle All the Way, and whichever one you want of the two that you said, Jordan. Um, I feel like Home Alone 2 Lost in New York is going to give us some better options here. <laughs> <laughs> then what? Then what's your other option? The Santa Claus. Oh, I thought you said The Family Stone. No, no, no. That, that would like, be No, let's do The Family Stone. No, that is my favorite like Christmas film. But as far as like… I feel like mm. that's a different category than Christmas yeah. movie. You know? Yeah. That's a good… Yeah, I think mine would be maybe Little Women. Right, we yeah, that like Christmas Family time. Stone is a movie, a good movie set at Christmas time, but I, it, you know, Home Alone 2 is Christmas. Yeah, yeah. What on earth? There are so many. The Making of Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, but it's just a video. And all it is is it's narrated by Tim Curry. <laughs> Got what? it, Tim Curry. <laughs> Just give me the actual. Th- okay, cool. So Home Alone right, Two, Lost it. in New York. We're gonna play extra credit. This means that we can use Macaulay Culkin there, Joe Pesci, Daniel Stern if you want, Cat O'Hara. So there's there are some names there. Since we did Elf, obviously that gives us Will Ferrell, Zoe Deschanel, uh, Khan. We could use him. Jingle All the Way gives us Arnold. Young Anakin, Sinbad. I don't really, mine doesn't really help you very, very much. But extra credit for those that haven't heard, it uses the IMDb, IMDb algorithm that uses some of the same magic that I believe Santa uses. Mm. Uh, yeah, which that's doesn't true. necessarily make sense and it's always changing. They have to try and guess the top known for for each of these actors or actresses that they choose from this pool of movies. This time it's Christmas. They'll have three that they choose from. They have to try and guess three of the four known fours. To win the game. So they only need nine credits. They can get 15 because if you guess all four correctly, you get extra credit. We'll see if that happens today. Would you like to start start with with Arnold? Uh, We can. Who would you like to start with? I didn't have an option. I was just thinking through Arnold's top four and I think it might be tough, but it's extra credit. So let's just do it. Yeah, we're going to lose. Let's just lose now. I'm thinking one from each. Okay. Yeah. It's your game. We'll have to do, we'll, we'll have to do it. 
<laughs> two from one of them. Yeah. What? Mm-mm. We only do three. Yeah. We only do three. That's how the game. That's how the that's game. How the, some the slack game. I'll make sure the rules of the game. In is. post, will add me explaining how to play the game. That's good. Oh yeah, that's just true. Insert that yep. in. I'll do it later. Well, just, I'll just that's drop on that me. one. That one file that I have of you explaining every game that I drop in every episode before we yeah, play that game. That's on me. Saves a lot of time. <laughs> the Predator. Yeah. For Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> lock it in. Let's lock it in. Bong bong. That's what I was afraid of. Yeah. It's the yeah. most wonderful time. <laughs> Terminator yeah. 2. Yeah. Lock it in. Lock it in. Bing, 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 bing. Judgment Day, number one. I think Terminator Guys, I love that movie so much. So good. You think Terminator 1 is in there too? I think so. Okay. The Terminator. Lock it in. Lock it in. Uh, bing, 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 bing. Number three. Jay. That was accidentally, <laughs> it was accidentally it was a little bit Nan- Nandor. Nandor. Yeah. <laughs> Determinator. <laughs> Determinator. <laughs> I think either one of his most recent crescents? Crescents. Credits is as Zeus in the BMW commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I think True Lies has a very real chance yeah. of being up there. Kindergarten Cop has a very real chance of being up there. Um, Total Recall Jenny. might be there. Total Recall definitely might be there. I think there could be Expendables, but I think any of those we just said are more likely than Expendables. Yeah. It also could be like Terminator Genesis or one of the crappy new Terminators. It could be, but I just doubt it. Um. He's got a lot of good. How many more guesses? How many more guesses do we have? Two. One. Oh, we have a strike. Oh yeah. Dang. Total recall. One more. You you think total recall? Final guess. Total recall. Lock it in. Lock it in. Bong bong. Number one, Terminator Two. Number two, The Sixth Day. Cannot believe that's this has had so much hype and it was an awful movie. I don't even know. Number three, The Terminator. Number four, Last Action Hero. Okay. 1993. Yeah. It's just hard because he's so strong and so many of them. He and they're so all strong. so good to watch him be strong. I knew in. we should have done Sinbad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking Tim Curry. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, sure. Tim Curry. I think it's. I think it might be That's easier fun. than we think. Maybe. I don't know. He's done a lot. Clue. It's definitely Clue. clue. It's definitely Clue. Lock it in. Lock in Clue. Bing, bing, bing. Number three. Number three. Um, probably. Do you think? Okay, so it is a, a television miniseries. I think there's a very real chance that it is up there, but I think Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, is okay. a guarantee. Definitely Rocky Horror Picture Show. Lock it in. Let's lock it in. Bing, 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 bing. Number four. Oh, I think Home Alone 2 Lost in New York could be there. Genuinely. I think that it could be there. Uh, and I think that, uh, Muppets Treasure Island. <laughs> yeah, could be, could be. There's probably some voice work that I'm not going to get, but, um, yeah. I think it's fair to guess it. Yeah. It. it. Lock it in. Lock it in. Bong bong. It's a good guess. I would have guessed it. <sighs> would have guessed it. 
What an awesome poster Clue had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's such little, a fun movie, dude. It's a great movie. I think I'm happy to guess uh, Home Alone 2 Lost in New York. I feel like there's a chance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Home Alone 2. Lock it in. Let's lock it in. Bong bong. Number one, Congo. Don't know it. Number two, it's not Muppet true. Treasure Island. Get God. out of here, dude. Number that's two. So good. Number two. That's wild. Number three, Clue. Number four, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I number can't two, believe Muppet Treasure Muppet Island. I, it makes Treasure me really happy. Island. Number two. Because who that's else is going to get the credit? Kermit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he should, oh, by the way. So good. Gonzo so, was at the Game Awards last night. Hey, I wouldn't it be great if Kermit had an IMDb page? He should. That feels like IMDb should hook him up with that, right? Mm-hmm. I think that the Muppets being treated as though they are portraying themselves and everything. Yeah. Should be treated as real life. Should be a category at the Oscars. <laughs> yeah, best, best Muppet. Best Muppet Every year. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, why not? <laughs> Last night at the Game Awards, Gonzo uh, talked about how his favorite game of the year was Tears of the Kingdom just because of all the cuckos. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. That's legit. That is… See, the Muppets are never not funny. Agreed. 100% like, agree. And it's cross-generational, cross-cultural. Muppets Dude. are always a 10 out of 10. It's because the ethos we of have- the Muppets is keeping up with modern trends while being relatively just like… Wholesome and inoffensive. Yep. yep. Yeah. Our TikTok with those five Muppet videos. <laughs> yeah. That's very true. Still blowing up. That's proof. Every day. It's proof. People are hungry for Muppets. I don't know. Disney is mismanaging Muppets maybe harder than they're mismanaging yeah. Star Wars. Dude, let Jason has Siegel take likes. full ownership of the Muppets and just do whatever he yes. wants with them. He clearly loves them. Uh, just let it happen. I don't it's care. So Even if, if it means I don't get Shrinking Season 2, but I get a plethora of Muppet content. That's, that's fine. That's a tough sell, but I think I'm on your side here. What if Shrinking <laughs> Season 2 has Muppets in it? Fine, dude. Wow. I would yeah. be okay if the Harrison world Ford started a to bunch treat of Muppets? Muppets like real <laughs> People, if the he would if, hate it, if movies that weren't Muppet movies started casting Muppets in the roles, yeah, fine, dude, yeah, fine, I'm down, fine. NCIS, we got to pick up Fozzie. Um, <laughs> I think Will Ferrell we could do this forever. Yeah, we have to get it perfect, and you could still win though if you get Will perfect. Hey, we won't. You win, but that's okay. I think we can get pretty close with Will Ferrell, dude. Elf, if get Will, perfect. it's definitely Elf. Lock it in. <laughs> Bong bong. Lock it in. What? Are you serious? <laughs> Talladega Nights. Yeah. Talladega Nights. Lock it in. Anchorman. Uh, Blades of Glory. No, it can't be Blades of Glory. <laughs> Talladega Nights, Anchorman. Anchorman 2. The other Lock guys. in Talladega Nights. Tell us, tell us about Talladega Nights. Bing, 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 bing. Number one. Anchorman, lock it in. Bing, 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 bing. Number three. The other guys. The other guys, lock it in. Lock it in. Bong, bong. It's going to be like the campaign. Number one, Talladega Nights. Number two, Anchorman 2. Number three, Anchorman. Number four, Blades of Glory. (laughs) That's not even… Blades of Glory is not even good. Blades of Glory was the beginning of the end of me caring about Will Ferrell. I'm actually more into Will Ferrell now than I was 
during the last 15 years before now. Yeah. What's happened to give you a Willisance? Um, he was in honestly, Barbie. Yeah, I think that he has just... I don't know if I have changed or he has changed, but I have mm. listened to him on enough podcasts. I think, honestly, I think what it is is that Will Ferrell has remained not only unproblematic, but kept up better than I thought he would and mm. has sort of stayed this like comedy darling in yeah. a way that I appreciate. Um, but still, like, I just had so much Will Ferrell burnout during the last decade. And that doesn't change. He was like the biggest deal in the world. It was too as much. far as like comedy stuff. It was too much yeah, for him. he was oversaturated. Yep. Yep. Well, that was extra credit. I it was very fun, and I'm glad we. I'm glad we did it. Same. And I can't wait to find out who plays the elf in Elf because it's clearly not Will Ferrell. <laughs> it's certainly not one of his top credits. No. Yikes. Uh. Ad break, I guess. Uh, shout announcements is normally what we, I think we decided to call it a couple episodes ago. That's so kind we'll of the, lo- that. that's how the parlance, mm. the local terminology. We'll just do that. Shout announcements, it is. I meant to look ignorant so that you could actually, so that you could actually get us to the ads. Oh, uh, okay. To the shout announcements. See, I've done it again. Welcome to Shout Announcements. Gosh, so oh, did you, Carter, did you take the Jordan off the stove? It's starting to boil over. Did <laughs> you hear that? I bit. think the water is ready for our tea. I, I actually went to run and go get the WD-40. Um, oh, yeah. For that creaky door. When water, ancient chest. When water boils over onto the glass top stove and it leaves a spot, what is that? What's the resin? Minerals. It's the, the minerals in your water. That's concerning. Mm-hmm. It's the iron in your blood. <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking of the X-Men for some reason. Well, and that's why mm-hmm. I stop. I, I've stopped drinking water entirely, and I just open up a vein in my forearm and pour the sink straight into it just to get the water to my blood faster. <laughs> I, just, I just eat minerals instead. Like apples? Wow. And I found that, that it works better. Like a salt lick? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. I have a salt lick, and then like an iron lick, and then like a copper lick. A magnesium and- lick. A magnesium lead. lick. I have a I have a lead lick, and it makes me have great lead ideas <laughs> and have a good personality. <laughs> what are you staring at? Huh? Huh? My lead what? lick. <laughs> you got a lead, you got a lead what lick. What are you looking at? You just keep staring off into this. Huh? Huh? <laughs> huh? Um, shot announcement for you guys here. Uh, we've Power got that three dollar tier on Patreon. For some bonus apps, extra votes when we have voting series. And then on the $5 tier, you can join our Discord community, which has a lot. We had somebody who just watched Boy and the Heron. People go in there. Uh, it's a very respectful community. We do a very good job with the uh, spoilers. Just to be like, hey, you know, cover that up. Make sure if people want to read that, they have the option to. They also have the option to avoid it. So uh, another thing that you get to do in being a part of that Discord is you have access to being a part of box office ball, which is our fantasy football meets real world box office monies in the movies game. And with the movies coming back next year and these announcements continuing to fill uh, the calendars, we've got confirmed dates now. Uh, We're going to be playing box office ball again for that first half of the year. And so jump over into Discord, 
get ready to join us for the draft. That'll probably be the second, first or second week of January is when that starts. So that means the draft will be right at the turn of the calendar. So if you want to be a part of that, come join us. Next week, we'll be watching another movie, one that I'm choosing for Carter as part of our Secret Santa streaming movie gift exchange. Yay! Don't know what it is yet, though, because I haven't gone movie shopping. Good announcement. And uh, I want to give a shout-out to you, our listeners. Yeah, Yeah, no, you get a turn. Because um, you're beautiful, you're wonderful, and it's the Christmas season. Um, And I want all of you in my stocking. Oh, wow. Okay. Have to be a pretty big stocking, though, because there's so many of you. The big, a big sock, probably size, probably size 12 or 13, even could be bigger. Why aren't there sock sizes? Sometimes my feet stretch. There are. I've never seen a sock size before. Yeah. There's medium, small, medium, large. Not the way I do it, apparently, because every sock Mm. I've ever bought is just. Are you shopping in the kids section? You're wearing 4T socks. Yeah, LG. see, look, Carter's see LG. Uh-huh. It's an electronic sock made by LG. Uh, welcome back to the show. The Christmas, the Christmasist part of the show, in fact, where we will be discussing mm. a new sure-to-be classic uh, chosen specifically for Doja's interest in uh, <laughs> Shrek, in um, yeah. fantasy creatures, um, and... Uh, yeah. Also, he just, loves Sonic. He loves Sonic. Uh, the Hedgehog the and the restaurant. And the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyway, but, uh, today we'll be discussing uh, the new Eddie Murphy vehicle, uh, Candy Cane Lane. and uh, Candy Cane Lane. Doge, give me a synopsis so that we can discuss this. Uh, I'm going to call it a film. This week's IMDb synopsis has no author, which of course means that an elf cursed it into being. A man is determined to win the neighborhood's annual Christmas decorating contest. He makes a pact with an elf to help him win. And the elf casts a spell that brings the 12 days of Christmas to life, which brings unexpected chaos to town. All of that is true. That all does, and I watched it last night so I can confirm, that does. that is what happens in this movie. Can I expect the chaos? I expected it. Can I say something crazy? Yeah. Say it, dude. I liked it. I had fun. I liked I it. certainly did. It's a bad movie. It's That's why I was thinking movie. like, it's so my favorite Christmas movie. movie of all time, of all time, is Jingle All the Way. It's wild, dude. There's like, I will often, if I like stub my toe or I come up just short in some kind of game or something, I will to myself around the holiday season say, Balthazar. <laughs> because... <laughs> I love that movie and it's stupid. And so I was trying to be like, okay, cool. I was this 90s kid that grew up watching Jingle All the Way and it certainly changed. I certainly realized at some point in my life that it was really bad, but I loved it more. So does is that the flavor this has? Not quite. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think not quite. I but see, I think do, do I you think there's a major difference. No, I hated this movie. Yeah. That's why I, I, I could it. not. Could not wait for you. You said to end. oof. <laughs> That's the last thing I heard from you until we got on the podcast today. Was Jordan said, I got you this. And Doge said, oof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. Eddie Murphy cashing that check. 
He got $15 million for this. Next highest build was 1.2. Eddie Murphy's sleepwalking through this movie. My guy seems tired. I thought he was charming Uh, and fun. He seems so tired. But it does seem... He's old. It does seem a little bit diluted. Of course. From what we get from normal Eddie. Uh-huh. Here's here's my biggest question with this movie that I that I liked very much. Um, who's the audience for this? Because it cannot be kids. It it cannot be kids as an audience I, for this movie. I think it's uh, I think it's us. I think it's kids born in the eighties or nineties because this had to me a big Jumanji vibe. Oh, and I think, yeah. huh? I think. Uh, maybe that is who it's appealing to. And especially when you use Eddie Murphy. Yeah. You know, he was a, again, he's multi-generational. Like, I don't know. There's a lot of, gener- he, he's just been so good for a very long time. I promise you though, I do think he slept, walked this, slept, slept, walked, sleepwalked it. Yeah. A little bit. Cause he's sure, about maybe. to have, they're doing another Beverly Hills cop movie. One hundred percent. He is not going. It, it won't be. And I know it's two different characters, but I bet he's more excited. <laughs> yeah. To do something like that than this. But he was fine. Yeah. He didn't offend. He, yeah, he I thought he was fun and charming. I wasn't. Yeah. My super. My I, super dump is peppermint. What's peppermint? Ooh, uh, oh, the elf. Yeah. Is Jillian yeah, Bell I think she's is crazy tough, because man. Jillian Bell's. Funny, she's hilarious. Dude. She's hilarious. Uh, peppermint as a whole was just bad. It was like. Acted poorly to me. And again, saying poor acting about Candy Cane Lane that streams on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Is, Amazon. Is, is, uh, streams Amazon. on Amazon. Sorry. We got to make Prime. sure we, we give Bezos the credit for this one. Sorry. Because it's part of his unique that, vision check for it, art. Cash a check. Um, it just didn't make… Obviously, this movie as a whole doesn't need to make sense. But parts of it do. And I don't understand her dynamic… And how we just got over it at the end. They, it was fun for them <laughs> to point at it and say it out loud of like, what, they're good now? I don't know. It was She was kind of messy. I don't even think she needed to be there. Because so many of the other concepts seemed really fun. I didn't need some deranged, mischievous, Rumpelstiltskelf. You know? Yeah. I didn't need that. But, With regular ears, by the way. Yeah, we sure. didn't give elf ears to the elf. It feels like the one… I never like, saw her ears. So I thought they were just hiding it. No, they were regular. Behind hair. I saw. I saw. I, had, I watched the yeah, extended I cut. really like Jillian Bell a lot. <laughs> it was lot, five hours and long. she was pretty <laughs> bad in this. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. All super dumb. If you can think of one. Don't say the whole it's, movie. You can't say the tough. whole movie. Well, it's not the whole movie. My super dumb is when you bring up… Because I, I was trying to also figure out who is the audience for this. Because there is like… I think the Santa Claus 1994 is a great example of what this movie is trying to be. Threading that needle. Where like threading the needle of like there's stuff that adults find funny. Like Santa Claus rolling down the street in a panzer. No kid's going to get that. But adults think that's funny, right? And then also the fantastical element of Tim Allen literally becoming the actual Santa Claus. But I think that works where this doesn't. And my super dump for this movie is that this is like three different movies. It's like it I can tell this script went through a couple of different versions. Like there is the there's a man who's cursed to become part of a Christmas village unless he does this thing. Mm-hmm. There's a there's the story of this guy's trying to win his street decorating contest. And so it it gets crazy. And then there's also the story of this guy is cursed by an elf 
for the 12 days of Christmas to come to life. And none of them really go together no, to me. I, I think those are three different stories that we just mushed into one story at the end. And it, the movie is extremely unfocused in a way that I think sure. even Jingle All the Way is more focused than this, where it's like he wants one thing to get the Turbo Man toy for Turbo his kid. Turbo Man. Yeah. And like it escalates from there, but there is not a meaningful sense of escalation in this movie. Yeah. Every single thing that happens is a completely unexpected, in a bad way, next thing to happen in this movie. Yeah. 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 The thing you, that, so, the thing, the, like the, the concentrated essence of that is the French hens running around in the factory. That was because funny though. It, it was totally shocking to me. There was like, That was on. funny. Now they're Muppets. It was <laughs> unbelievable. Dude, it's it was unbelievably bad They were to me. so French though. They're the only ones That's that we so decided. funny. French so hens is hilarious. That was funny. Um, Doge, so I guess on a like one to 10 Murphy scale, you're saying he was like maybe a four in terms of what he's capable of in this movie. Where would you have ranked him? Oh, like two. Like one. If there were no jokes. 10, there were no okay. jokes. I agree with okay. that. He didn't so, do anything funny. I agree with that. There, there were no, no jokes, jokes in this movie. <laughs> if if Eddie got to be like a seven or an eight on the Murphy so scale. That's what I'm saying. Way more this, do you not care anymore about how there's not this through line? Like that there's I, like three different stories? I think I think more crazy Eddie would have been good. I think if this movie came out 20 years ago and it was called The 12 Days of Chris and it was like the It's a much the, better he's name, like, by the way. He's like especially Scroogey and like yeah. hates Christmas and just wants to work and make money for his family and so like an elf curses him for The 12 Days of Christmas to come to life because the only thing he cares about is gifts. So here's yeah. these horrible gifts. Yeah. I think that's way better. That to me feels more like a 20 years ago, Eddie Murphy would have made this movie and it would have been amazing. Yeah. Or even yeah. like a Christmas with the Cranks type of vibe of like, he's trying to win the decorating contest and it just gets yeah. out of hand. But like, yeah. I think mushing all three of them together is totally bizarre to me. Yeah. And I'm not going to make this like a dissecting my love for Jingle All the Way, but we did, we, we've done that for the podcast. Yeah. And we did talk about how like Arnold goes, Arnold is always 11 in anything he ever does. Uh -huh. And so uh -huh. it plays to scenarios like that. But I do want to say, like, Eddie Murphy's performance and just the way his character was written was just so bleh mm -hmm. that any kind of lesson learned was like, did he really need that, though? Because he felt like a good person yeah. from the start, kind of. No, he didn't need any lessons, I don't think. This is such a weak script, man. It, I, yeah. I fully agree. But for me, I think what I'm— just seeing and realizing is like, I think I'm comparing Eddie Murphy to like contemporaries of his. Like, and how much work, if if Tim Allen signed on for this project, if this was a Tim Allen vehicle, this yeah. movie would be about how Christmas is not about Jesus enough anymore. And it would be really preachy and weird <laughs> for like a movie. Yeah. And it would have some sort of, tie in to conservative ideas in a way that I don't appreciate and all this. And I, I I don't know. I think this movie just made me happy that Eddie Murphy is fine to just like roll up and be in something it, this stupid you. and then go home. Uh, don't mind him being around. Yeah. It's but like, he's usually it though. He's he the is, guy yeah. he is. and he was not. And, here, and that was bizarre. Here's what I reflected on for quite a while after this movie was over is I, I think that Eddie Murphy. The true meaning of Christmas. Yes. I think that Eddie Murphy yeah. is such a great 
leading man that even delivering a subpar Eddie Murphy performance is still a solid Christmas C movie leading man that's like likable and charming even when he's on autopilot. Yeah. And in a way, I don't know of a good, yeah, Eddie Murphy Christmas movie. I was watching it being like, is this his Mm. one of his first big ones? And then when I, I hold him in such high esteem for this to be his one shot, I was like, oh man, I think yeah. I would I wish he would have put more effort into it. Sure. But it was an yeah. easy 15 mil. We'll take I it. Say, I didn't yeah. hate it by any means. I'm, I was glad he was there. I'm glad it wasn't anybody else. I'm still glad Eddie Murphy was yeah. our lead. I think there. that's kind of how See, I feel is like, I'm just happy that it was him. I feel like I like See, Eddie Murphy. I'll, I'll super pump now because there's a person who I dearly love in this movie and that is Chris Redd. I love Chris Red. I wish he had been had more to do in this movie, yeah, but fun. he was the only I actually laughed at most things Chris Red said and did. Yeah. And in my fantasy world, the movie The 12 Days of Chris that comes out now stars Chris Red. I feel like he would be great for he needs to get an opportunity like that to be a leading role in a comedy like in a, this. In yeah. that movie, I think Eddie really Murphy funny. needs to be Santa and Santa needs to be more front and center. Yep. Yep. The best line from the whole movie was in the outtakes during the credits. Did you watch the outtakes during the credits? <laughs> yes. Eddie Murphy, I didn't watch them. Eddie Murphy tells uh, David Allen Greer that white Santa wouldn't have any of these problems and everybody just loses it. I think it was improv. <laughs> Eddie Murphy just being Eddie Murphy is great. Um, yep. Can I super dump? And then I'm yeah, saving my super pump because I'm really excited about it actually. My super dump is um, the news segments specifically – Oh, uh, oof, dude. I need to find her name. And I just thought that every word out of Danielle Pinnock's <laughs> mouth was… And it's not a her problem. It's a writing. Like, the jokes that yeah. she told… Like, her segment oh, of the newscast portion is the hands down… The, the fact that it's worse than Nick Offerman's British accent that is baffling. Right? We haven't even brought up Nick Offerman's terrible accent. The fact that there is so something bad. in this movie worse than Nick Offerman's British accent is insane. The fact that it is. Dude, I enjoyed the newscast. Oh my God. I couldn't. <laughs> it was the worst, dude. I was enjoying this movie. I enjoyed, I enjoyed this movie. I, I laughed. I had a good time. And every time the newscast came on, it was like, time to pee, time to get a drink of water. This is, it's terrible, this newscast segment. Yeah. So you didn't even also, watch it. No, I did so watch it. Know? Of course I watched it, Carter. But Wow. He peed in the living room. My question… <laughs> he has jars. Mason jars. My question is, at no Mason point jars. do they ever establish like what this is airing on. And they kind of… Prism cable, they dude. They kind of point it out. It's prism cable, obviously. Which is funny. Like yeah. early on in the movie, Eddie Murphy talks about how it's probably on it's probably on cable or streaming or on the internet or something. And it's yeah. just they never address again. Just like, don't know. Is this TV? Is this straight to somebody's yeah. YouTube channel? Like, what is this? And I think yeah. that's very funny. But the newscast portions themselves were, I mean, an absolute. Can we talk slug. about Nick Offerman for a second? Yeah, yeah we course. can't let him get away with this. What a what a number one. Baffling. What a strange Baffling. choice. Absolutely bizarre choice. Number two, the movie glosses over what I'm pretty sure they're implying, which is that Nick Offerman is a real Victorian man who's been trapped in yeah. Christmas Village and whose no whole family, family he has is no dead. Family. 
Yeah, why didn't we? Why did were we there supposed to be no, sentimental about that? He gets like one line, and Eddie Murphy's like, "You go spend time with your family," and Nick Offerman's like, "Family, huh, bruv? Huh?" And then it just cuts away. He's like, he's like, "Family, mate. Whole family's dead. I might spend time with family, mate." There we go, Gov. There we go. I, I can't even do it because we're too good at it. Um, Oof. So I, Nick Offerman has a very recognizable voice. Yeah. So he's also why, a great actor. Why do this to him? Why? Well, this had to be his choice, right? No chance. He, no way. So you're you're trying to think that like he's a great he's a good guy and he wouldn't do this to you? Yeah. No, I think yeah, with, no, sting, no, no, no. with the sting of the fact that my guy was probably like, hey, you know, his with his wife for the last decade has been trying that out, and she's like, it's it's okay. He's like, no, there's, there's no good world God. where and Megan he's like, Mullally I'm finally going to get a role, and he's like, yeah. Uh, no, I believe that Nick Offerman is a good person who would never hurt me on purpose. And that's I think probably I think he, was, do this. he was probably running low on wood or tools and just needed no. some money some to get some more wood and tools. I, I do think, I think this was his decision. I think he, he really leaned in and he's Nick Offerman and people are like, well, we can't tell There's him no. There's no chance that this was his. Yes. There's no chance that Nick Offerman did this on purpose and The Last of Us in the same year. Sorry, man. That stuff happens. <laughs> no, not to him. Not- I'm so sorry. It I'm so sorry that Nick made this decision Carter. himself. <laughs> there we go, love. Like he was supposed to be the like one that we, and the whole time I'm thinking, like even if this wasn't Nick Offerman, if, even if this was some actor. Dude, I'll tell you what. That was like, hey, we're going to do Dick a money saver here. That's what I'll say. Yeah. It is worse than Dick Van Dyke's accent. Even, even if we just had someone who needed to be British, I would be th- still thinking this is an awful British accent. Yeah. yeah. But th- that it was Nick Offerman who is recognizable. <sighs> it was bad. The effects were kind of fun. Like some of the special effects looked... Yeah. Couldn't, pretty couldn't good. quite nail driving though, huh? No. The green screen and the driving portions were terrible. I thought the... I, he, so I think in concept and special effects, like... Related to concept, I think it's a really fun idea. Bringing the Twelve Days of Christmas to life just to show the absurdity of that song, I think, is really fun. Yes, yeah, yeah. and I like. I kind of like I the think, magic yeah. tree. Sure, yeah, that's fun. That's a different movie to me than Curse to Become Part of a Christmas yeah, for Village. Sure. You're you're 100 right. There's three separate movies that just got jammed together here, and I think the one you take away to make it a more cohesive thing with two of these ideas, I think you take away the street yeah. competition, which is the namesake of yes. the movie. Yeah. Right. My favorite story was the one that was uh, basically the Jumanji of everything. Sure. That's my super yeah. pump, is collect these rings uh, and it'll like destroy them or whatever. It's like playing the game. It's literally Jumanji because yeah. the the risk of Jumanji is if you lose, you're stuck in the game. And so I loved all of that. It was a big ping of nostalgia. And I was just kind of excited to see. I was like, ooh, we haven't seen the Lords yet. You know, I caught myself being like, <laughs> Did we ever get nine Were them pipers though? We didn't. We didn't get, I don't think we, we didn't ever get saw nine dancing. ladies dancing. Wow. Mm-hmm. Dude, we saw one made of milking. was crazy. That was nuts. <laughs> got milk? That's how I know it's for my age. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't even know if they do got either. milk anymore. Dude, the new, I've seen new milk ads that's like people running and working out. And it's like, did you know milk hydrates better than water? <laughs> Can you imagine be being sweaty 
and being like, what I need is some milk. Dude, ads ads for like things rather than products is the strangest experience. It's because yeah. it's paid for by the milk council, which is a lobbying group. Yeah, no, I we I'm can talk about how dy- dystopian and hopeless that is. It's just in funny. my cafeteria in high school. It was as if, yeah, milk held all the school records. Yep, because it yeah. was just banners of these massive got milk. Yep, just Avril Lavigne drinking milk, dude. Everybody was. Can you imagine drinking milk now? Williams if you're was drinking milk. Mm-hmm. Like in the middle of your day for lunch. Can you imagine being like, you know what I'll have with my lunch? Chocolate milk. Even as a kid, I didn't really like milk that much. Can you imagine that? Like I'd have I to love, take a nap. I still do love milk, but I don't have I it. I drank a lot of it because people told me it would make my bones strong. So I drank a lot of milk as a kid, but I don't think I ever enjoyed mm. a sip of it. unless Because you were like, milk. I'm not breaking ever. Yeah. You <laughs> ever broke a bone? Have you broken a bone? Uh, two. Oh, it sounds like you didn't, didn't drink enough milk. Good job. Didn't drink enough. Well, it was because I, I was drinking. It's because I was drinking two percent. Uh, uh, yeah, you got to do mm-hmm. like ninety-eight percent more. Usually, I yeah, I do a hundred. I drink a hundred percent. I have to I chew just it. drink cheese. That's whole milk, right? <laughs> just drink cheese. <laughs> just some Ricos out of the can. Uh, I would love to super pump. I'm, I've been very excited. We watched yeah. this two nights ago, and I've been excited to talk about the super pump. I've been very patient and yucky. You have been. Up. You've been a very good boy. Can I do you get it? to super pump now. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I fell in love in this movie uh, with my super pump, who is Tracy Ellis Ross. Yeah, oh, she's, she's good, great. dude. I don't think I've ever seen her in anything before, or I don't think I've ever like really? known. Who she was, I guess, or like paid super close. Daughter of Diana. Um, Unbelievably charming and fun to me. Like, yeah, she's like every word out of her mouth felt really natural. Felt like she was in a different movie in a good way. Like she was just outpacing everybody as far as like charisma and buy into concept. And I just really loved her. I just thought that she was so fun. She was the best actor in the movie. 100%. 100% without a doubt she was. But she, she also was not. It wasn't like she had like gravitas that wasn't earned. Like she was fun and quick. She just needed to, yeah. And it felt, it felt like either whoever wrote for her was just better or they improved a lot and she's just very good at that. Um, yeah. But she, I, I, I don't know. I thought she was so much fun. She was great. She was really good. I wish we had had more of her, to be honest. I agree. Yeah. When we were getting all up in that. But she's, she's really good. I agree. And, and, I thought we so were like, going to get so more like of we, her, and then we rushed everything to go up to forty yeah. rings over three minutes, and it was just crazy. That is yeah, such that a that, that feels like a Christmas movie trope, though. Sometimes is like the lesson learned is in the last two minutes, you yeah, know. We, Except yeah. maybe for wonder, wonderful life. Yeah, but even yeah, even it's a wonderful life escalates. It's like whole towns here, everybody, yeah. come on. I mean, I think Elf is probably the best example of like the crazy escalation yeah. where it's like, this is like oh, a fun yeah. movie. And then at the end, it's like the, the whole city singing. So Santa's the whole city singing. Float. So Santa's sleigh can flag it. And he's being chased by the Ringwraith Park Rangers. Yeah. Did you, uh, what was your claim that you just made for Elf? You think it's the most escalating probably, quickly? Yeah. Probably the, the textbook example of a Christmas movie with totally wild stakes in the third act that it didn't earn yeah. in the first, you, first part I of the movie. You, the the Christmas like movie having a formula. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a good point. The Christmas movie formula <laughs> seems to be escalate, resolve, navel gaze all within about 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. 
like escalate, resolve, reflect on all we've learned and how we've grown. Yep. That's funny. I love that Eddie Murphy's reflection to his son is like, you know what? Tuba is cool. It's not. Dude, that kid's I'm sorry. sorry. And you it's can't. not. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not. <laughs> You're good at music. Yeah. <laughs> not good. <laughs> I did love… Nobody's ever been famous on the tuba. No band has ever introduced a tuba player. That's pretty great. Been like, and next up on tuba, yeah, that felt improv. Yeah. That was like, ooh, it's Eddie. Yeah. Eddie's this, here. This this was totally made for us because they had a drum line reference. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nick Cannon's drum line. It absolutely yep. was for our age. Well, I oh, need to wow. send him a letter about the things I actually like then. I think they don't know me <laughs> Dude, very well. My letter would be <laughs> yeah. one person long or one phrase long, and it would be Tracy Ellis Ross. Give me more of her. Please. I think she's great. Yeah. Yeah. I was just, I Maybe was she could be the lead in the 12 days of Chris. She definitely could. Christina. Yeah. I was looking through. Apparently, there's a lot of things I need to watch because she's in a bunch of stuff. She's in a bunch of stuff. Mm hmm. A bunch. Well, that's all I have to say about Candy Cane Lane. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> it's interesting because we didn't mention. The pentatonics. What's their? They I had often, some, you know, I often don't mention the pentatonics in my they, life. Uh, they did. I did think it was funny the way that they were. She Pepper found them because she was singing a Christmas song, and they did. They were trying not to sing along. I thought that was funny. Yeah, I liked that too. And they're just there. That's also. I mean, feels kind of a Christmas movie thing. You can just kind of put a. a semi-popular artist or something of the day and just throw them right in the middle of it. Sure. Pentatonics have been like in commercial. at least two Christmas movies that I can think of because they're in the uh, Illumination Grinch as well. Mm. I haven't seen that one. Oh, it's really good. I like it a lot. Hmm. It's not, it doesn't quite. They're from Arlington. Yes. Or at least one of them is. I don't know about the rest, but I know at least. Yeah, I think it's like two of is them. Is it? They switched Ooh. it out a little bit. Ooh. Yeah, pentatonics, um, you know, not always my flavor, but I appreciate the talent and the the buy-in for sure. There you go. So that's fun. There it is. Um, anywho, that's uh yeah, that's Candy Cane Lane. Let's rate it. Yeah, I'm pretty done. Can we rate sure. it? I'm done. I'm done <laughs> talking about this movie. I'm done so thinking about it. Yeah, you are. Um, we're gonna rate it using the scientific cinema scale, which is of course as follows. The best thing we could ever say about a movie is own it, don't lend it, buy, buy that poster. The next best thing is buy it. That's followed by rent it. And then stream it. After that is forget it. And last but certainly least, the worst thing we could ever say about a movie. God hath forsaken us. I stream this. It was worth a stream. I wasn't upset that I went through the process. There were points that were pretty fun. Um, I was, the only letdown was I was excited for you know, almost two hours of Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Because he's some of the funniest movie or TV moments that I've ever seen in my life is Eddie Murphy. And, and he just didn't even get close to that. So that was a bit of a I, mean, I think 20 years ago when he was 42, he would have done a great job in this. Yeah. Ooh, uh, I think he still got it. I think give him time. He, when he gets I a project know, that he likes, he got, he got nominated for an Academy Award within the last like five years. I agree. Years. Eddie Murphy like, still has it, I think. I think this is just a phone in. He still got it. He just didn't want to do it. Yeah. Um, I also, we, we didn't bring her up, but I want to give I want to give flowers to uh, the daughter, the young the youngest daughter. Um, she was. I thought she did a really good job. Good. 
thought she was excellent. I, I'm also going to stream this She's movie. better than Anakin. She was better than Anakin. Um, I'm also going to stream this movie. Um, I thought it was fun. Uh, it's terrible. Um, so know that going in. But if you just want, you know, two hours of Christmas puke on your TV, then it's great. Yeah. Um, which is what I want. So, um, yeah, it, it, it totally worked for me despite not working at all. Um, watch it just for Tracy Ellis Ross. She's great. I'm gonna forget this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't quite reach the depths of God Hath Forsaken Us, just because I think there are three distinctly interesting ideas in this, but they don't work together. Uh, and I forget. Yeah. I forget this movie. It, it is Ma- the least, the least enjoyable experience I've had this holiday season. You would hope. If I look back in my 35 years, my 35 Christmases. The hope is that every year I've had something that I could say, you know, that was a touch of Christmas magic, mm. like each and every year. Hmm. It's, it's, I, I love that I'm getting it this early in December. Uh, but the fact that Biltmore Christmas was good, it continues to show that it was a good Christmas yeah. movie. That is yep. absolute magic. Hallmark Christmas did the favorite, my favorite new Christmas movie I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> and I've only seen two all year, but I kept like, at the end of it, as credits were rolling, Chels was like, I like to build more Christmas more. I was like, oh, yeah, I did too. Yeah, like, not wild? even close. Unreal. Unreal. <laughs> Pretty impressive. <laughs> yes. It probably had one twelfth of the budget. Dude, Dude if yeah. even Maybe that. way less than that. Yeah. I mean, it probably had one twelfth of how much they had to pay Eddie Murphy. I was about to say, there was yeah, na- nary a special effect in a Biltmore Christmas. Sometimes <laughs> yeah, the lights changed. So. Oh, that's true. They did some stuff with the hourglass that was pretty cool. The floating sand. Wow. Oh, yeah. The yeah. sand floated up. So unless they got special sand, that was probably somebody on a computer. Somebody's probably nephew. One yeah. of the, somebody's, the director's nephew. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. Who technically made it. is the director, but from the past. Yeah. <laughs> Candy Cane Lane, everybody. Check it out or don't. Don't watch it. Nope. Don't watch it. Skip it. I think you can watch it if you're it's just worth if it. If you're just hungry I for think some, silly, some silly, terrible Christmas, then yeah, watch it. I think you shouldn't. I think you shouldn't. We know. Hey, stick with me. I think you should. No, def- definitively you not better than a trip to Chili's. I will say that. Yes. No. D- far below the Chili's meter. Have you guys eaten Chili's far since below. we started talking about no, Chili's once I've a week? About it no. a lot. Hey. We we were on the way home from a job last weekend, and we, we like DoorDash Chili's. Yeah, we do. Uh, we we were on the way home from working a rehearsal dinner last weekend, and we DoorDash Chili's to get to our house at the yes. exact same time we did. Y'all, Chili's hit. If you talk about Chili's once a week with your friends, and then you eat Chili's, Chili's hit. Southwestern egg rolls. Is that where we need hit? to go when we? But. Those big mouth bites deliver better than almost anything. Yeah, they're really good. Maybe that's where we go when we do our talk. For oh no, twist we need my to have arm. A meeting at, oh no, we have to have a meeting at Chili's. What's well, the new <laughs> golf course? It's where business happens. <clears throat> Make sure you tune in next week as we get Doge's gift to Carter. I'm sure it will be the best movie we've ever seen because we know Doge has discerning taste and um, really just likes the elevated higher things in life. And he's a Christmas movie expert, as we saw earlier today. To end today's episode, I'd like for each of us to uh, give our name and uh, which day of Christmas we'd like to hang out with the most. Just spend a day with one of the days of Christmas. Um, For uh, Two Chunks and a Hunk, uh, I'm Jordan. 
wonders. And I think that I would like to spend a day with um, the Lords of Leaping. Um, they just yeah. kind of felt like if they weren't being antagonistic, that they would be sick as hell. Yeah. They seem pretty cool. They seemed they were definitely from like a YA. Yeah. Like film. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they were my favorite. I'm Doge They're and I am. Hunger Games. Yeah, they Sorry. are. <laughs> they are in the Hunger Games. I'm not, but I am Doge. And that counts for something at least. I'm choosing the five golden rings because that is a ring for each finger on one of my hands. Okay. No further I'm- questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Carter and it's the two turtle doves. Because I want to know what love is. I'd want to get to know, like, what really, what is love? Or nine ladies dancing would be fun. I'm sad we didn't see them. Yeah. But I, I think any nine people dancing, maybe if they're good, I can learn new moves. If they're not, it's You could be the 10th. Yeah. That's fun. Carter, 10th lady dancing. I would be saying, hey, ladies, how do we feel about signing up for another day of Christmas? Let's make a 10. And I, like, slide in. And be like, oh, we're talking about who gets the nine days now. I don't know. That one drummer, I could get rid of him. Hey, Anyways. ladies, have you heard of a little something called the robot? And you can teach him the moves. <laughs> is that how? That is. Maybe. It is. It should be. Doge wouldn't. Goodbye, Gov. Goodbye, Gov. Gov.